Yeah. Boom shakalaka, mother huggers. Mm. My name is Dane. Your name is Dane. Yeah. And my name is Jared. 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 Yeah. <laughs> what you sipping on there, Joseph? Mm. I got myself a cup of tea. Cup of tea. You got yourself a water there, what? I got a water and next to it a cup of tea, some rooibos tea. Okay. Nice. Um, how was your walk? You went for a walk now, eh? Ach, it was just a little quick um, jaunt around the block, basically. Um, okay. It was only about 20 to 25 minutes, but I was feeling a little bit sleepy before that, and uh, I feel a lot better now, a lot more awake. Mm. So it was nice just to get out there and move a little bit. Yeah. It's amazing how a little bit of light exercise can do that. It eh? just perk you up a bit. Yeah. Um, just get the blood flowing. Oh. And it's kind of interesting outside at the moment. There seems to be a storm building. Ooh. So, you know, it's cloudy and it's windy and there's some dark clouds, you know, yeah. building. It looks quite ominous, but mm. uh, very interesting, actually. Yeah. And I hear that side, there's been rain and snow. Yeah, it's been quite crazy. Like, um, I, w- I was driving in the rain on Sunday morning, and it was um, <clears throat> it was pretty crazy. Like, between windscreen, like, my windscreen wipers were going, but you could see for, like, split seconds after the windscreen wiper had gone, and then it was just water, water, water. Like, driving in that was pretty insane. And then, like, you, like, like, lakes in the road. Like, yeah, it was quite, quite heavy. Did you manage to get home safely, though? Hey, yeah, yeah. Not a problem there. Uh, I've had a, a, a um, similar incident where we had to stop the car because, like, visibility was not even a meter. And it was just like, right. okay, stop. Yeah. It's kind of scary, you know, because you can't see anything. You don't know if there's going to be a guy. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I got to get somewhere behind you. Like, yeah. So, but yeah. And um, snow on the mountains? Yeah. You can check, you can check it actually from where I work. Um, it's like on the, I don't know, fourth or sixth floor or something. And you can check in the distance, the mountains around. There's like, oh, that's beautiful, man. No, are you going to go check it out? I was, I was keen to, but like, full snowman. Yeah, I've been told that it's going to be, by the weekend, it's going to be melted. Um, yeah, so, yeah. So, you rock up there and it's just like brown slush. Yeah, totally. You can yeah. do a brown slush angel instead yeah. of a snow angel. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's really good for the, the dams, though, because the snow slowly melts and makes its way. Yeah. Well, somebody told me the dams are up to 50%, which is like a yeah. huge improvement. You know, I think yeah. when I was there in SA in March, the dams were like, I don't know, getting to like low 20s, mm. percent, you know, even a little bit under 20%. Yeah. As it was like really critical and day zero was still like on everybody's lips. But now... Um, yeah, Mother Nature's come in and uh, looks like things are starting to calm down a little bit as far as that's concerned. Mm. Yeah, it's a, 
I was reading earlier today. Um, I think this time last year, like where we currently are this date, we are something like a hundred percent fuller than we were at this time last year. So yeah. Jeez. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How are you, how are you feeling? Like how's your body feeling at the moment or has been feeling? Are Um, you feeling good? Are you feeling sprightly? Pretty good. Um, I've had a few late nights uh, just out of choice. Um, Like, I don't know, watching shit or whatever. Um, So regarding that like mental tiredness or alertness like i'm not at 100 percent at the moment but bodily i feel pretty decent other than um every now and then i think i eat a bit much like too much yeah maybe maybe yeah i do the same could push stop before but you know i like flavor so yeah i like that um what is it? Mouth feel mm. like, like a crunch, you know, like it doesn't really have to taste that good. Just the mm. crunch or the, like, if you imagine the consistency of a chocolate mousse with like maybe um, something like, like a brittle in there, you know, you get that caramel brittle. Yeah. So it's that smoothness with the crunch <laughs> and I just can't say no, but I overeat with all kinds of things. Even if the cons- consistency is not even that appetizing. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just eyes eyes too big for my stomach. Nice feeling to like chew and stuff swap. yourself. Yeah. Sometimes like if if there's like crisps, I'll I'll put the crisps in and then I'll before I swallow, I just put more in and yeah. like like I'll find that like I haven't swallowed yet after putting like three mouthfuls or something and then I'm like when I swallow, it's like a large amount of crisps, like chewed up crisps. So that's it's like nice to have it in. Yeah, with biscuits, I mean, I haven't even finished chewing the first biscuit when I've already got one in my hand, you know, and like I'm yeah. planning the third one already and it's in my mind. I'm going to have, although I'm like, I shouldn't do this, but there's like this voice that's just like, I can't seem to like, ignore it you know it's like have that third one that fourth one just i think i like that feeling of it's a little bit of dirtiness you know like oh i feel like you know kind of like i've let myself down but in a good way yeah but not <laughs> like but um treating yourself badly like treating yourself <laughs> dot, 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 badly yeah but yeah. it's it's like also like a YOLO thing, you know, like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But with, with that in mind, it's like there is a, a level of that which is quite valid. Like if you die tomorrow, like why deny yourself the pleasures of today? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So you need it's to like, kind of balance that out. Like, I know, but like I don't want to be one of those people, you know, when you, you know, I don't want to point fingers or anything but you know you see sometimes you see people and you're like oh that's unfortunate you know like i think if i if i had that if it didn't have like a switch like i'd be one of those people you know what do you mean like someone suffering from obesity or something like that yeah okay yeah 
But they have, uh, it's probably all kinds of different things that 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 play a role with that, you know, because I don't think it's it could be, um, you know, other things that are yeah, yeah. obviously emotions, and then obviously then the the bio- biology that's going on there. So yeah, sometimes so, it's it's something that is out of one's control. Uh, so if you die tomorrow, I mean, you could be head in a sticker and live like that for today, and then you know. But there's also probably a good chance that you won't die tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to jinx a touch wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what were you watching? Um, oh, when? When, when I you were staying up late. Uh, last night I watched, uh, what's a movie? Ready Player One. Ooh, Spielberg, hey? Yeah. yeah it was, it was pretty and? Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was enjoyable. It's like when I, yeah, when I put it on first, I just like had a quick scan through just to make sure like the quality was decent, um, you know, regarding like sound and visual because I don't want to watch it and ruin it by it being bad quality. Uh, yeah, and it was great. So, but on that scan through, I was like, hmm, is this gonna be good? Like, I'm not sure. But then, yeah, it was a really enjoyable flick. Like really entertaining and yeah can we spoil alert this like if you don't mind telling me a little bit more about it i know because i've seen the trailer because mm. i saw the trailer but yeah. you know but put a spoiler alert out there so it's a guy that's lived based in the future right and it's like the world's pretty shit so he lives in in a game uh yeah like it's, it's kind of like the premise is yeah it's the future the world seems a bit shit yeah, you're right. And there's this this computer program called the Oasis, which is like a place that people can like put on VR headsets and whatnot and just escape to. And like everyone, or it seems like in this movie, everyone is there in the Oasis. They just enjoy it. So like um, life is kind of like eat, sleep, use the bathroom, and go to the oasis and like that's like a role it's like a role play game yeah yeah um and you can do like multiple things there it's it's not just like one thing there's like racing or you can go dancing or you know just like entertain yourself there um like movies you can like live in movies kind of thing yeah but um, sounds cool yeah and then there's a bit of like uh like there's a corporation that wants to like take over that and yeah there's a dude that's like up against Uh, yeah that sort of thing the uh the villain is that that guy it's that australian guy i don't know if you saw um killing them softly with brad pitt no or um animal kingdom no not animal kingdom yes i think it's called animal kingdom yeah i recognize the dude but like i'm not sure where from um i haven't really seen it much so uh, he's supposed to be like a very well-rated actor. How did his role kind of like? How was it for you? Did he like pull it off, or was he too crazy? Um, no, no, he was he was pretty pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, pulled off like the kind of corporate asshole quite well. Yeah. Mm. Shit, man! Fucking corporate assholes. How's this? Um, don't if you. Just off the top of my head, I read an article yesterday about a woman in America mm. 
who um, I think it was on a Facebook chat or something or WhatsApp chat or whatever. And her son is uh, not well at all. And her son was actually um, in hospital on life support. Mm-hmm. And she sent uh, her superior um, a message saying, look here, um, you, like we need to make it. Dif- I can't come in tomorrow because my son's on life support. Yeah. And this lady, the, uh, it turns out she's a lady. She got fired in the end, which yeah. I'm not saying is good or bad. I'm just explaining to you the story. This lady, like, a, you know, she wrote back, like, just basically along the lines of, that's not my problem, you know, like, deal with it. If you don't come in, consider yourself kind of, like, fired. Okay. And, you know, I was thinking to myself because there's this other thing which I've heard recently from, you know, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, actually. It's also got to do with corporate kind of stuff and, like, and I thought to myself, like, you know, this really sucks because I don't want to point a finger at this lady who's now gone, gone on and, um, you know, reacted in this very inappropriate way because maybe she's, she's also been like brainwashed from this corporate culture where, where she, cause, because she's like middle management or whatever, she's got also a superior, you know, so she's like, yeah probably under pressure, you know, but still, you know, I think like I found like, like people have lost their, or in this particular moment and in the moment with regards to the person that we both know, I think that people kind of lose their, their logic, you know, like their normal thinking kind of patterns when they're in like this, you know, cause every corporate corporation has a different culture. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, what the hell is going on? You know, like, Stop. Take a moment. This lady is telling you that uh, kids and life support, you can't expect her to come to work. You know, like just breathe. Just like take yourself out of this mm. this role for moment. You know, you get workaholics and themselves with the company. They are company kind of thing. It could just, be like even that's like the the middle management chick that was kind of denying her that like it could just be like a kind of either a personality type or she just kind of mm. lacks uh the compassion or empathy for someone in that position maybe she doesn't have kids and like she's not close to her family so she's just a cold person you know and for her the bottom line is as in is instilled from from above like profit is key or whatever you know i know i'm just spitballing here but like i'm not no, definitely i think you have a fair point because it's like it doesn't necessarily have to be how i put it across i mean but, but you know like even having said that maybe this person is in middle management or she's going she's like moving along this along this career ladder just because she's like that kind of thing yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, we don't could, know exactly. Could be she had like a deadline for a target to reach for tomorrow or whatever. And it's like, without that, her life is ruined in her head, you know, or like, yeah, in her head. That's the thing. Yeah. A lot of it's going on in her head. So fair enough. Yeah. So there's a farm, a, a kind of, um, what do you call it? Like a nature conservation wildlife 
bomb sanctuary type thing on the east in the eastern cape um that i was reading an article just before we started chatting uh three suspected poachers um were mauled to death by a pride of lions uh i think it was this morning jeez uh, suspected poachers because they had a heavy firearm with them and an axe and like this place they lost three rhinos in march already so they assume it was rhino poachers that were taken out by these lions yeah so um this is like nature getting one back on on humans and yeah. also it sounds like you know because this rhino poaching thing has been a problem for for a long time and they, they haven't you know there's been like chop off the horns or mm. whatever like poison the horns or you know but maybe you could kill two birds with one stone and you know because lions also need conservation you know yeah. get get a pride of lions in your to protect your rhinos basically yeah like don't feed them much yeah yeah there's a there was a lion that was hunted as well in the past i think i think it could yeah be. that yeah, in zimbabwe uh sky the lion from that dentist in the states yeah uh, no, this one, because there was that Cecil the lion. Yes, yeah, Cecil. And, Are we talking uh, about him? No, there's a more recent one now that uh, it was also luring the lion out with like baiting him or whatever, um, luring him out of Kruger. Um, but these guys are trying to say that, no, it was an old lion with like ground up teeth. Like it's, it was time for him to go anyway. Um but the the argument is that um, well these guys just refuse to like prove it by like showing the skin of the lion and like you know yeah you go like we can prove it instead they're saying like no um, no one has access to it um, that you need to be like okayed by the hunter or by the owner of it now like bullshit yeah just like smacks of bullshit yeah and like this the sky lion um, the one that they assume has been killed now. Um, uh, he was, he was like, a, I don't know what you call it, like a patriarch of a pride or whatever. And some of his youngsters have died because um, he hasn't been around. He's missing. And yeah, one of his offspring died because he wasn't there to like protect him or whatever. Yeah. Interesting situations in the lion community. Apparently. Yeah. I don't think it's looking too good. <laughs> yeah. Um, for them but yeah it's sad you know but uh i'm sure there's loads of eco warriors out there like yeah that's what you gotta like hope fighting for. for them you know yeah like yeah definitely man mm. definitely it's a real pity it's like it's a real downer actually every time i think about like animals and how screwed they are you know uh yeah, like, well, um, yeah. it, you know, like if you look at it like from a larger kind of like point of view, mm. they're getting the short end of the stick now from the humans, right? Like, yeah. Um, and humans 
like we, I know we've spoken about this before, but we, we maybe we can touch on it again. Like I mentioned that humans are a part of nature. Yeah. So is this killing off of these lions a natural thing? And is is Mother Earth or, or Gaia, the universe, or whatever you want to call it, does she does she does she or it give a fuck about the lions? Like, hmm. you know, because even lions, like, you know, they're designed to to do certain things, and if they say, I mean, nature is also cruel, you know, like. Yeah, you know we've all seen those those lion kills where we're like, oh, that poor wildebeest, you know, like, oh, yeah. who <laughs> wouldn't want to go out like that, you know? Mm. And it's worse with like African hunting dogs who will just, yeah, mm, yeah, you know, they'll go slower than with a lion because a lion will just take them by the jugular, and, and the hunting dogs will just eat them, um, eat them while they're still alive. So, yeah, yeah so uh, nature is cruel. So. Is this just another kind of like natural thing that is happening? I mean, I know what you're saying. It's like I also feel for these for these creatures because they should be ta- taught with uh, uh, they should be uh, appreciated more and and um, treated with respect. Yeah, because they are awesome. They're amazing. But I don't know. Yeah, it would just be a real pity if um, they all died out because of things like reasons that humans could have prevented. Uh, yeah. But yeah. In zoos, surely. Hey, what? You you mean like in their natural kind of environment? They'll be yeah. in zoos, wouldn't they? Mm. Or they'll be in like a um, like a fridge, like the embryo or yeah. gene DNA, you know. So you could always just clone them. Or movies, and there'll always be videos of them. There's yeah. tons of footage out there. Mm. Yeah, great. So we could like one with uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah, but but for me, like my concern would be more like you know you you rip out a piece of the the kind of ecological balance um well you rip out a piece of that and then like the balance is off you know it's like taking a wheel off a car and then there's going to be a bit of a struggle and then eventually the things are just going to start falling apart because you yeah you eliminating like something that was taking care of something else like when they introduce wolves into areas and then rivers start flowing again and all sorts of shit happens you know like wow that's just real. <laughs> um yeah yeah i agree um but also there are um instances of where people have come in and they've built a city somewhere in like the jungle and there's mm. it's no longer a jungle. And most of the animals died. Yeah. Like they couldn't handle it. You know, they're like this, I can't, my food's fucked. You know, yeah. I can't get to it. I can't find my mate. Um, 
I'm just going to go extinct. And they go extinct or they, they just perish in that area and they no longer exist. Mm. But then again, there's some animals that um, adapt. Yeah. Pigeons. And, or rats. Yeah. Raccoons. Raccoons yeah. With, little, with little hands. Yeah. But then it's like, yeah, like a raccoon is not as cool as a lion, you know? <laughs> yeah. But there's like, <clears throat> as I was saying, like the analogy with the car, it's like if, if you remove certain parts of like the ecology, like if eventually like, I don't know if, if we lose enough, forests and shit like that like that's gonna cause i don't know like more co2 emissions and like less converting into oxygen it's gonna like raise the temperature it's all that global warming stuff and like it's gonna make some places dust bowls and like it's just like a kind of palm oil it's kind of like a lack of respect of our own area you know it's like when when people just don't care and like throw rubbish in their garden or whatever cigarette butts yeah yeah totally that's that's a cigarette butts are the worst you reckon why why do they get like a free pass why don't why aren't people up in arms and people throw a cigarette butt on the floor but with like a packet of chips people like oh what what are you doing you know Mm. but people with the cigarette butts they just flick it. They're litter bugs. I suppose it's a smaller thing. But you know, my, the, the, that, that cigarette butt has more toxins in it than, uh, I don't know, like a much larger, let's say, I don't know, McDonald's uh, hamburger wrapper or whatever, yeah. you know. There's like, let's say like if a kid had to suck on the, the McDonald's hamburger wrapper. Well, I'm dealing with this, you know, because I've got a kid who's walking around and he's picking uh, up things and putting it in his mouth. Yeah. So if he sucks on like a cigarette butt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's like way <laughs> filthier. Yeah. yeah. But like it was just today where I just saw this woman like nonchalantly just like flick her cigarette butts like out of her car window. Mm. And then I thought to myself, fuck. You know, there was a moment of hesitation where I thought it was very brief. It wasn't even, it was like a split second. Where I was like, I'm going to turn my bike around, make a scene, pick up that butt and like flick it back in a car and say, Hey, you lost something, bitch. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I don't want to like put her out, you know, like, uh, um, I don't want to be that guy. Mm. What about just, I mean, if you have the opportunity, just saying something is fine. I mean, you and her are equals. You don't have to fear her or anything. And like, she will respond negatively most probably because everyone's well, most people are very defensive when a stranger like calls them out on something, but you could just plant that seed of like, Hey, I saw that you're, that was cuck, you know, that was, and I could contribute that way. Mm. And you're just like, you know, don't do that. It's dirty. The end. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that next time. Like, it's gonna because t- I usually I avoid conflict. Yeah. Um, although it's the spice of life, man. You know, conflict. <laughs> yeah. But um, I will next time I see that I'll 
I'll, you know, muster mm. up the courage to, to have a word with the person and then uh, I'll tell you about it, how it went. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, me being a long time smoker, I've been guilty of cigarette butts. But like I've also shame on you, shame yeah. on you, shame on my face and shoulders. But I've also now got like this, like I became aware of it, like conscious of that, and I got this little like bottle that I keep in the car and pop it in the bottle. You know, it's it's like made for cigarette butts, and you kind of can make the efforts if you want to. But getting back to the lions, if oh yeah, yeah. like. The lions are dying, yes, okay, but I mean, I'm not living here, like it's not a part of my, you know, I agree with you because you, 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 the ecology is then disturbed and um, things kind of like decline, mm. but I know it sounds a little bit arrogant for me to say this, but I don't really know how I would go about dealing with that problem like right now where I am, you know, mm. like, and, and if it, if it is, if it is in my mind, you know, like, cause you were saying it, it, it is a downer and I agree with you. It is a downer. If it is in my mind, it's going to down me out. Yeah. So maybe this isn't the right way to deal with it. I would prefer to just, let it kind of like floats past me, you know, that whole, yeah. well, avoid that whole it. Like situation. Yeah. yeah. Just like, well, okay. And then, <laughs> yeah. Which, which I mean, yeah, like I said, I like to avoid conflict, but I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Like, could you, yeah. un could you understand like I, something like that? I am the same. And, and, and sometimes I'll for a while turn off, my kind of receptors to any bad news like downer news because like i mean all all news is just like hey this is dead this is fucked <laughs> like they're just telling you like the worst shit <laughs> that's what news seems to be it's like unless you go and seek good news at like goodnews.com or whatever you know or if that exists like positive things um most news is going to be negative and that is just like the nature of uh journalism i guess or current media um but but just what you were saying about like uh um about like not letting it affect you and like your your current like what can you do kind of thing like i've i've thought about like considering like if it is just like mother nature, like we're just part of the whole natural order of things. We're, we're humans and this is how it's meant to go or like destined to go because there is no other way it could go. Like humans just go on and on until they eventually eat everything and destroy themselves and potentially die out to a large percentage because, you know, the cancer just eventually eats itself referring to people as like some kind of cancerous thing. And if you, if you accept that, then it's like, uh, you could say, 
you could almost look at it selfishly and be like, um, well, I'm okay. Uh, if the lions and all nature dies out in my lifetime, like uh, I'll be all right until I die. Uh, hopefully my son or my kids will be all right in their lifetime. Um, yeah. And if it like fucks out after that, then maybe that's how it's meant to be. And people can deal with it when they have to deal with it. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a way of looking at it. It's pretty selfish and maybe short sighted as well. And not, preparing for any kind of longevity but uh i don't know that's a way like if you have no power to do anything like and you just leave it up to the eco warriors like uh, yeah uh, i don't know maybe you'll have a fine life like in your kind of space you know well, you know, I think it's it's important also to to um, to mention what you said about the media because I think it is connected, and you know, you would think that news is um, is something that happened somewhere, which somebody has now brought. Or, or, or documented or reported mm. on and is now taking that, what happened, and uh, letting other people know about it. Mm. Simple as that. But actually it's not because, you know, like you said, it's not, it's not that. It's, 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 it's going to be, it's got to be bad. It's got to grab your attention, you know. So I think it's, it, it's, it's linked to humans in instinct, you know, like we, fear certain things yeah so let's take for example um a nuclear holocaust like that's not really our generation it was a few generations before us but that was a real fear that was going on on these people you know like they really feared that the world was going to end because somebody was going to press a button and like the a-bombs were going to just mm. nuke everybody into like dust mm. And, you know, our fear would be something else. But I just want to make the point that the media, like, I think its intentions aren't coming from the best of places. And that's, that's their business, you know. That's like, like, I can't call them out on that because that's how they make money. That's how they sell their content is by gaining or attracting the attention of their consumers through these, these headlines. Mm. But if you had to take the, the statistics then, and I put it to you, you may agree or disagree. If you had to take the statistics, the world, I mean, the things are, you know, the things are so wrong, take the lines, for example, but the world in general has gotten a lot better as opposed to, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Definitely, yeah. So, you know, there are advances taking place which you never hear about. Mm. Um, And the reason you don't hear about it is because it's not going to, it's not something that you instinctively kind of like are attracted to, you know, like you're just like, hmm, cool. But if it's like um, toxic, Rats um, kill 
aged man who is then struck by lightning or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, that's like a headline where you can be like, whoa, what is that? But it kind of like, it, it, it distracts one from actually all the good shit is happening out there. Yeah. Like, you know, like more, just one thing, for example, the, um, the amount of women or girls that have gotten a primary or tertiary education uh, has improved drastically from 10, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. And that, that's not only good for these women, it's good for the entire community because through this education, now this woman will not um, be forced or, or be um, in the, you know, dependent on a man Mm. Um, and, and she would be informed about contra contraception. Mm. Um, she'll be informed about, um, yeah, the value of education. And then you'll have the cycle of, of extreme poverty, which would slowly change just because this lady has gotten herself an education, you know? Mm. So it's, it's like knock on effects that are happening, which is awesome, you know? And like people don't hear enough about these things, but, you know, like maybe we're wrong about the lions, you know, maybe, maybe there are kind of like regions or conservation success stories out there with lions. But yeah, I think there definitely are, but it's, I think recently I've just regarding converse, uh, conservation and uh, endangered animals and whatnot. Like recently I've heard that there's, <clears throat> there's like mass extinctions daily almost of like species that we've maybe you and I have never heard about, you know? Um, and that's, that seems or sounds scary, but like, not bad, but it could just be a, as, as I mentioned before, like, like a natural kind of, order or process like this is how it goes uh yeah but but well, this is the thing yeah and you know it does sound scary but i mean it i think it depends how you process it you know it, it, like mm. it could be is it is it is it scary like first of all like what exactly is the facts and then like let's say let's say it is scary and it's like wow like this is like I need to be concerned about this, mm. you know, like how big is that gap? Like from, from just having like a fact and then that fact becoming concerning for you, you know, like, or for me, mm. like, because even if I know, like just take this mass extinction of, of insects, let's say like, first of all, I accept it. I accept the science behind it and I accept the forecasting or the prognosis of, of, of these scientists and how bad this is, you know, for the ecology. And let's say I accept all of this as fact. Now, what do I do with this information? I, like, where does this leave me? Does this leave me just being freaked out? Art, or um, can I now 
um, help the situation or, or can I just, um, you know, what should I do? Mm. Because yeah. I, I don't know if there's a point to just being, to just sitting there and being freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. Even if it is like, um, that bad but i think like i don't know maybe it takes a lot for us to just like be pushed to actually do something it's got to like happen on your front door basically yeah yeah like the the other kind of action to put it you know well it's not really much of action but slacktivism is like what what you can do from where you are or like supporting some uh, agency or whatever on the front line, you know, financially or through whatever, I suppose that's a way you could assist. Exactly. And that's brilliant. That's a way of like um, taking this. I think that would alleviate a lot of like, of, of like panic, you know, cause you'd be like, I am helping. And also like with regards to, um, conservation i mean there are companies out there um i'm not too sure how many conservation companies are out there but i'm sure there are a lot of other companies out there who have conservation as part of their ethos or whatever and they're on the stock exchange so people could buy shares of that particular company and that way Mm. that company will get bigger and they're you know like i know obviously because a lot of people say hey down with capitalism you know like fact is that that would make a difference because if this particular company loves lions for example like this is our thing you know like we make fucking sneakers and uh, yeah we got like our athletic apparel and we sell them for like exorbitant amounts of money but we take like 30 percent and we put it into lion conservation in malawi or zambia or wherever you know and our like the brand is like lion sneakers or whatever, you know, and it's like, okay, cool. Then you buy the shoes, you get the cool sneakers, you get to help out the lions a little bit. You, you, and I think that, that fear or that panic will be like lifted from one's shoulders. You'd be like, Oh, well, um, interesting. You mentioned that about the lions, these sneakers right here actually are helping the lions. Mm-hmm. So like, what are you doing about it? You know? Like yeah. there's always a way to help, you know? Yeah. So I guess doing some, some kind of, uh, yeah, doing something could, as you say, alleviate that feeling of like, uh, no one's doing anything. Cause it's, I guess it starts with you. That's how you change your mindset about it or your, your feeling of helplessness. You know, Definitely. And like, I'm sure that helping these lions could be like a few clicks away probably. Yeah, like not not these lions. I mean, not the ones we're talking about that killed this guy, mm. or these these poachers. I mean, like, but but I'm sure there are um, conservation parks out there. I don't know Kruger National. I'll have to check out their website. But I'm sure it's like mm. not that many clicks away from donating some money to help them. Mm. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, but then again, it's like at the end of the day, these animals are going to be only in those parks there's not going to be any like wild anymore you know what i mean it's like but that's just that's just the way it is Mm. it's quite interesting there's uh, leopards still in the wild there's leopards 
yeah, very shy beasts, the leopard. Um, Stealthy. Yeah, there's there's leopards that are in areas quite close to cities. Like I believe Mumbai. in Mumbai. Yeah, Mumbai. Mumbai. It's like, uh, I think it's like, what, 12 million people and like 3,000 leopards or something. Mm-hmm. Incredible. <laughs> and I believe locally as well, yeah, um, in in like near Cape Town, there's there's leopards in some of the hills and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm not yeah Cape, Cape leopards. Yeah, but they they exist. It's incredible, and they're still like roaming freely and getting away with it. You know. Yeah, there you go. I mean, so cool. that's another thing. Like all the people are going to cities, so I mean, that leaves some open wild spaces, I suppose, for the for the animals yeah. or whatever. But um, I had to. I got to mention this the story to you. I hope you don't mind. Unless there's anything else you'd like to mention on the leopards. Um, I have this, I have the story from Germany that's been on my mind. I'd like to share it with you and I'd like to get your thoughts on it because hit it, hit it. I find it interesting. Yeah. So are you aware of the Eurovision song concert? Yeah. That like contest thing, right? Yeah. It's very loud. It's very extravagant. It's like mm. kind of like America's got talent, but like Europe, very showy, but huge numbers involved, like millions of, of of people love it and like very well supported. So anyway, um, Israel won in the last one. Don't ask me why Israel's in the Eurosong contest, whatever. Australia's also in it. It doesn't matter really. So Israel won it uh, from a, a artist called uh, Netta. Mm. Uh, a kind of rotund, uh, jovial looking uh, um, young lady. And um, here in Germany, in one of the newspapers, one of the cartoonists um, recently drew a um, sketch which involved the um, Prime Minister of Israel. Mm. And um, the sketch was, if I could just describe it to you, I sent it to you too, so you know what I'm talking about, Just, but just for yeah, listeners. Yeah. It's basically just um, Benjamin Netanyahu um, holding up like a rocket with the Star of David on it, and he's kind of got like this figure of the uh, the winner, this Israeli lady, which was kind of like bigger, and and then it's got a little speech bubble, uh, and he's on a stage in the Euro Song Vision Contest, and it says, um, see you next year in Jerusalem. So this guy who who, who um, drew this the sketch, he's been working for a very uh, well known newspaper here in Germany for over thirty years, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They decided now uh, somehow somebody must have put complaints in or whatever. They decided, and now there's been a professor somewhere from some you know professor somewhere who has actually looked at this, and he has he has made a decision to um, to describe this piece of work this is called anti-Semitic okay and because of this backlash this cartoon just got fired and I spoke to somebody about it and he was saying that you know in the during the World War II or before World War II or whatever there was uh, propaganda and you know how the um, Jews were kind of like um made out to be uh, a certain way. <clears throat> yeah. 
and people were using you know a certain caricature of of jewish people yeah. hook nose large ears kind of like golem looking kind of people like non-human you know yeah now my question to you is when you look at this picture do you see any semitism or do you just see a cot doing his job and drawing somebody like the guy, I mean, Netanyahu, he's got a, he's drawn with a large, large nose. I think he's got a large nose in real life and larger ears. But I mean, that's, that's what a cartoonist does or a char- characterist yeah, does, I, right? I say that. It looks like a caricature. Um, of a person. Yeah. And I suppose it's, it's quite a weird one because uh, it's, it's, there's a certain, vagueness behind the intent and i guess that's what people are picking apart is what was his intent and if his intention was to be anti-semitic or anti-semitic semitic yeah um anti-jewish then he's uh maybe he's pulling that off by having like the the star of david and all that but maybe these are also just clues to to clarify who he is depicting in the image as a cartoonist would do, you know? Yeah, like for me, it's definitely, um, it's judging or it's being being slightly anti-Israel. You know, obviously Israel's in the news a lot and it's got got a lot of uh, critic against criticism, how they handle certain situations, you know, with a rocket and everything in in this guy's hand, you know? Definitely. so it's definitely making he's definitely making a statement regarding the state of israel there you know like yeah with the rockets but i i I can't really pick up the anti-semitism because for me anti-semitism is uh is is not that you know i I see him as being as as being anti-israel yes but anti anti anti-semitic that that is definitely not it but i think because this happened in Germany with its history, you know, they're super sensitive to, to this kind of thing. And this is why they've decided to let this person go, which doesn't really solve the problem because it's still just everything points in the direction of that. We can't actually talk about this Mm. (laughs) because it's just super sensitive. Although it happened like years ago and like, obviously this, there are um, parallels to South Africa, you know? Yeah. You know, you had apartheid, and uh, you have things going on even today that are because of that. Yeah, um, consequences to deal with. Um, exactly, and um, yeah, it's just so so crazy for me because um, this kind of leads into what I wanted to tell you about this: the the, the black economic empowerment. Mm-hmm. So. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, some people are not being um, promoted in their work because of the color of their skin. Um, is it? Is I mean, would it, would it, does that sound like a like a correct step? Or like. Dude, I know I'm getting a little bit serious now with these kind of topics. Anti-Semitism. Yeah, and we, like, like, we don't want to talk about it. We don't have to. We, I mean, like, I know 
one Dude, must I'm tread fine. one must tread carefully especially considering you know like apartheid and everything and like you know there's yeah. got to be a certain amount of uh, sensitivity and respect for the past yeah. but at the same time at the same time that shouldn't distort your logic today you know there are things where you look at it today and yeah. and you could say oh this is wrong yeah. but now now i'm not sure because there's this law and the law is in place because this is some kind of like uh, getting people back into uh, you know the economy thing based on what happened 25 years ago yeah yeah it's uh it's <laughs> dude it's so uh it's so complicated and it's a worldwide thing and it's happening everywhere and it's not only race based it could be like gender based it could be like multiple like could be ageist you know there's when whenever you have uh the ability to group people you're going to have this problem and you'll always have that ability because there's um variety like there's like people can be slotted into groups so therefore there might be a point when like we evolve and we don't have ears anymore but then some people do and then there's going to be a difference you know if everyone's seen the same but now some don't have ears there's going to be like uh we don't hire earless people yeah sorry bro um but the problem but that's is, racist earist like the problem is <laughs> you, you there will constantly be this because by not dealing with the problem by by ignoring the past uh you're perpetuating the problem you're not helping the people that have suffered previously but then by introducing something like be you're uh there are skilled people who are not being given these positions and the positions are rather going to people that are unskilled or less skilled because of the color of their skin and then there's some kind of unfairness going on for that dude that's missing out the skilled dude that's missing out because because he happens to be the same race as like a previous oppressor so at some point the oppressed is going to become some form of oppressor because it's it's causing discomfort for someone else and i think it's maybe just the way like the way of the world like it's unless there's some kind of solution around the corner that we just haven't come to yet but it it just like you know i'm just thinking about it now that's like where my mind just went to it's like oh this is just going to be a fucking cycle there, there's no it'll never end unless we you know eliminates like half the population and then it's like there's enough everything for everyone don't worry everything's fine you know um like i'm not aware of it but i think south africa is one of maybe there are other countries out there but i'm talking about countries that are like part of free trade and part of the um let's say um you know the norm, normal capital kind of like democracy yeah um 
I, I'm not sure if if this is normal for the rest of the world. You know, where where in a democracy like South Africa, there would be a piece of legislature that would separate people in this way. And I and I, I agree with you 100% where where things have to change, and there has to be action in order to to change and to rectify certain things. Yeah, I I believe in that, and I and I, I believe that's the way forward. But I disagree with legislature or, or with with change that separates um, groups groups of people because I think that that is the definition of of racism. Yeah, and nobody seems to talk about it. And I think because it is such a messy situation, the people that are being Let's say it's important to choose one's words wisely. I don't want. To, I don't want to say uh, something. Um, uh, choose a word that, that that might give people uh, a, a the wrong impression. But I, I think I just lost my thread. But what I wanted to say was that the uh, yes, the the people that are being affected now by this legislature. Um, negatively um, you know is this a solution because especially in a place like South Africa I would I would tend to to think that this would exacerbate or continue the cycle of um, anti Ubuntu if you will mm. Uh, which is, which is for a place like that, they just you know the wound will not get healed in that way. Yeah, and 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 it's fine to say, okay, my father or my father's father caused this, um, but I'm here now. I'm a human being here now, today, you know, in, let's say, for example, we're in an office. I'm here in this office. I'm a human being. Mm. And you are telling me that I won't get promoted because just, and this is where, this is what I'm saying. It is racism just because of the color of my skin. Now, I, 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 would, I, would, I would say no. Hold on. Um, uh, what do about this? Not much. Um, if I had the money and the means and the legal team, I would, I would believe that because of South Africa's beautiful constitution, it would make its way to the high court and after being looked at and years of, I don't know, millions of legal fees, uh, somebody would say, hey, hold on, this is legal. This is uh, uh, illegal what is happening here. But it's never gotten that far because who's got the money to do that? Yeah, not the guy who's looking right. for a promotion. No, not that guy. Because um, he's just a normal guy looking, looking, for, looking to live his life in a peaceful way and, and, and provide for his family. Mm. So, you know, I think... It's a difficult subject, obviously, you know, like 
it would be nice to, I think, well, this is my way of doing it. I'm, I'm putting the point out there on this format and uh, that's my way of like, uh, of standing up to this, uh, to this, you know, like uh, I feel strongly about it. And uh, I, um, I believe that it's wrong. And um, I think um, something else needs to, needs to be considered, you know? Yeah. Whatever that something else is, I don't know. But, um, you know, let's call, let's call, a sh- you know, let's call something black or, you, well, what's the saying? Uh, call a spade a let's, spade. Yeah, let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a very inappropriate word for, <laughs> to pop out. There, but hold on, let's call it, obviously, you know, the reason why that happened was because on the cards, if you're playing poker, the spade is like the color. Yeah. Or, or mixing that with like the pots calling the kettle black or something. I don't know. Yes, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what was going through my mind. But okay. let's call a spade spade. Let's call racism racism when we see it. And mm. that is racism. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like I, I cannot disagree with that. Uh, there's... Yeah, like like I said, it's just very complicated because how do you um, solve the problem of privilege versus previously disadvantaged due to racism? You know, like what is the solution? Maybe there can be like a, a softer approach to some kind of like um, economic empowerment um, or uh, like... There, there definitely are things like systemic things that can be put in place that can have a longer term effect that in two or three generations time, or maybe even one generation, you'll have um, uh, like a more empowered group of previously disadvantaged people um, by giving them some sort of present day privilege, wh- whether that be like really good free education uh, or accessible education um, because education is one of the biggest things here Uh, that that kind of education skill that's privilege that's like you know i had a full belly while studying at school Uh, no problems there i wasn't cold you know i I had like brick walls around me and shit while I was doing stuff. So that privilege existed. Like it wasn't my fault that I got it and someone else didn't, but I had it and they didn't. So that's where the whole, like, how do you solve the problem? But like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a very big thing. It's a very big problem. I know. um, I know one way how you don't solve the problem. You don't, you don't solve the problem like two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. But so then you, some might you, don't ex- you don't exacerbate the problem. Yeah. Some you know, might and argue then it, like the, the boat's tilted one way. It needs to tilt the other way before it levels out. But that's a different analogy, you know. But well, look, well here's an analogy for you. Um, I go to the, the park here, the uh, play park, you know, with little kids. Mm. I take my son there and he goes and plays on the, uh, whatever they have there. So 
I notice, I observe um, a group of kids mistreating another group of kids. Mm. They take away all, all the toys. Uh, they're not allowed to slide down the slide. They're not allowed to go and build a sand castle. They just must be where they're supposed to be and they're not allowed to leave that particular area. Mm. And I'm the adult and I look at this. And you know what happens? I go up to them. Now, this is what happened here. If you can, if you can, if, if you can follow me. I go up to them and said, say, hold on, you guys. Now, you guys are being wrong. You guys are being really, really wrong. I'm going to take all the stuff now and I'm going to give it to that group. The other, you know, those over there in the corner. Mm -hmm. And these kids can now, now they can boss you around and they can tell you what's going on. But that would be terrible for me to do that. You know, I should say to them, look here kids, hold on, you don't do that. You don't, this is not the way to do it. Let's talk about this. Let's, um, let's figure, let's figure something out, you know, like, first of all, why are you treating the, the other children like that? Like, why, what is the reason, you know, and then let's, let's really get to the reason of it. And then let's, um, res let's respect other people. Let's, let's, you know, we all, you know, let's, let's teach that to these children mm -hmm. and let's, let's uh, set, set up this, you know, so they can play together. Come here, you play that's, you know, play together now uh, uh, as a team and uh, in, enjoy being together as people. Yeah. I don't, probably a really bad analogy, but you know, no, no, it's, I think it's a good analogy, you know but what it, I'm, it just lacks a few of the variables, which are uh, money and housing and things like that, you know, like, like it, it, it would be great. And like, we we could all be like, yeah, like we're all South African. We all respect each other. But what if you didn't have what another race had because of your race, you know, uh, because of the past? That's, that's where the problem lies is, is that your parents were disadvantaged. So you don't have the privilege of a decent education. So now you're 30 and you're not very literate. Like you've never had access to a computer, but like, oh shit, like in order to earn money these days, I need to work a computer. Like, you know, like there's, there's a lot of different variables. It's not just like give you a computer and everything's fine or give you a house and everything's fine. There's like a lot of like, there's a lot more to it. There's psychological as well. But hold on now, because like I, I don't want uh, I particularly don't want to um, sound uppity when I, you know with what I'm about to say. Because yeah. considering that I'm and you are there, I don't want to. Um, give the impression that, um, you know, you, as you said, like what do you do, you know, with, with, with these complications, like if I could suggest something, mm -hmm. um, be in the best interest, or I think it would possibly be a good idea for call a spade a spade for white people to, to be more, um, 
more involved in that kind of work or, or in that in that um, deficit that you mentioned that you know because of the past mm. like and and you mentioned like what, what now it's it's tilted the boat kind of thing but like I don't see be the way it is as a it's not enough and first of all it's racist and second of all it's not enough and it's it's you know it's been a while now since this hasn't been in place and if you could let me know if there's been huge improvements and and if if all you know it's all sold everything i don't think that's enough i think that things have to individuals and and people must try and contribute and and right the wrongs of the past and 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 share you know more um, but that doesn't necessarily have to be a piece of legislature. It could be kind of like just a, a, a movement or something, you know. So if it's that easy could, to wait yeah. on the government and be like, yeah, what am I supposed to do, you know? But I think there's a lot one could do, mm. you know? Or am I just talking shit? <laughs> as what you mean as like an individual like what what do you reckon if you were if you wanted to do something here uh what would you do as an individual well, like i said i mean i'm not there so i'm here now so i have to figure no, 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 out something like if you were here though like you know you, but you got your day today you got your fucking you're working nine till five monday to friday you get tired you know you want to do shit as well in your own time what are you going to do that could better the situation in your personal capacity. I'm just asking, like, would you recommend like just contributing some money to some kind of help cause? Well, that's what I, I think that's what something I think exactly. I think that's something that I could very easily do from, from this side. Mm. I think if I was living in South Africa, I, I, I don't, and you know, I think it would be something as simple as if I'm, working with people that are and I'm not talking about just handouts Mm. I'm I'm talking about trying to get more involved and more aware of of people from previously disadvantaged uh, backgrounds of what they're what their problem is and trying to help out that way, even if it means a small thing, like, um, I don't know, giving somebody a lift, um, whatever, providing advice, uh, inviting somebody for dinner, um, bringing a rest, exchanging recipes. I'm I'm not talking about big, uh, I'm talking about being more aware and, and, and trying to be more involved, you know, in, in, a, in, in the spirit of Ubuntu kind of thing, mm. you know, like just small, small things like, Hey, talking to people, talking to people. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Just like, Hey, how are you, how are you doing? Uh, yeah. Is it? And, and I think a lot of people do that every day. Um, like, like, yeah, that's brilliant. A very like, uh, yeah, uh, is the right word like integrated like there's yeah the rainbow nation yeah that like that exists and like you see it when like there's something to celebrate you know like uh, as a nation um but i i guess it's just another uh not only but like 
the media doesn't help and mm. the, the kind of um, loudspeakers that or podiums that they're giving to guys that don't have the best intentions for um, Ubuntu, you know, coming together and all that, like, like people that, you know, have more to gain from, from getting the masses, which are like previously disadvantaged people to, to hate and to want to take uh, away from people that they consider privileged. Uh, the media gives uh, a voice to those people. Um, and perhaps if there was more focus on um, the spirit of Ubuntu, like in the media and, and, uh the more positive messages that come from people that that have the best interests of everyone in mind like that could potentially change like the the psychology of an entire nation um like someone like mandela comes along and it's like boom you know like look what we can do uh and then that passes and then there's there's like self interest at play most of the time these days it seems like in, in positions of leadership uh, like you can't blame the government but like i don't know that's just maybe you all i have to say about all that shit yeah maybe you can like the, the government and like hollow drums make the most noise and like the the people that get the limelight are these empty fucking vacuous holes of people that are just like like wanting to like suck the spirit out of everything, like these soul eaters, like where do they come from and why do they want to like make it so sif, you know? Yeah, I know what you're saying. And like, it, it's also, it's a very interesting point that you raise because, you know, who's to say this isn't happening, you know, and that's like, like you said, it's happening on a daily level and like the, there has been so much that has been achieved, you know? Yeah. And like, um regardless of these of these policies you know and like um there's always hope and um i hope that like you know one day you know people have also maybe got to like approach it with more humor or whatever or like it's difficult though if you if you like if you've been told that mm like sorry like just because of the color of your skin you know but it's so complicated so like i think it's early days still probably you know like probably i mean but yeah. like i still agree like i still i still just want to say like on this format you know like i'm going to call a spade a spade i find be racist yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's based. It's race based. Therefore, it's racist. Like, and I, I don't have a solution. Yeah. I mean, I, I try to just off the top of my head now think of something that you know, like small things, you know, kind of thing. Like, mm. but I think, like you said, that it, that it does exist, you know, and like I'm, I'm sure that, that that only more of it can come about, and like there's so many. But that's maybe like like something that if you could take one thing away from this podcast would be to don't listen to the news. <laughs> like, yeah. Like think or, it, like question it maybe, or, mm. you know, like, and, and maybe 
be aware that like that the news agenda is about uh, clickbait and therefore yes. shock factor and therefore bad news and just like remember that there is good news out there and good people out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you used to like, like celebrating those good stories, you know, like mm. um, people trying to tow an iceberg uh, to Cape Town to relieve the drought situation. I mean, is that real? <laughs> it is real. <laughs> <laughs> Which is they're an iceberg from like the Arctic or something. Yeah, from the isn't, South Pole. Isn't that a bit like uh, salty? No, it's all um, uh, rainwater, pure water, purest water on Earth. Apparently, uh, I quote Nick Sloan, the guy behind all of this madness. Okay. He's the guy that um, salvaged the Concord Costa Cordia. One crazy Italian skipper crashed off the coast of that cruise line off the coast of Italy. Okay. And this guy's like crazy engineer genius. And now he's like, yeah, the way, he, like, just the thought of it for me was like, what? That mm. makes perfect sense. There's no water there. So, where, so he's like, oh, well, where is water? Where's the closest water? Oh, it's there. Well, we'll just take like, and it's ra- it's beautif- beautifully packaged for us already in this giant like ice block. We just like take it to Cape Town, and people can drink it, and it'll be awesome. Mm. Like, yeah, like, what is the size of it? Uh, how big is the yeah. ice block in question? And mm. and is it really desalinated? Is it fresh? Like. Yes, yes, I believe so. I believe it's uh, it's the freshest water, purest water on on Earth. Okay. Wow. Um, it's the size of um, I think it was what one. I think it's like one square kilometer, or maybe like two across. Oh wow! Or something like, like it's big, you know. So it's yeah. a big operation, and there's lots of like technicalities involved, but. Yeah. Um, he's got it all worked out on a nice little PowerPoint, you know, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if there's a presentation, then it's solid. Yeah, it's like if it's sold. Slight, yeah. <laughs> a couple of graphs in there. Yeah, he's got some jargon going on, you yeah. know, like nobody, what, that word, don't understand it, but it just looks nice. <laughs> At the end, there'll definitely be some iceberg play on words, you know, like. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, ah, oh, there's good stories coming out of SA. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, it was just something I had to get off my chest. Thanks for listening to me, Dane, and uh, helping me get that off my chest. I feel a lot better now. Yeah, cool. Like, yeah, I appreciate the conversation always. Um, yeah, and thanks for giving me the platform to spew out some of my words, you know? Yeah, I like that one with the, with the vacuous, the word vacuous. <laughs> yeah. The holes. <laughs> yeah man i don't know like sometimes sometimes you just want to like call a vacuous bastard a vacuous bastard you know like you got to call them out on this shit and like call a spade a spade Mm -hmm. exactly like like call it what it is you know 
It's like confront you, that lady with the with the cigarette butt. Yeah, confront her. Just say, "Hey, lady, that's gross. Like you're disgusting. Stop it. Job done. You know, you're a hero." I'm gonna do it. I feel good about this. Yeah, but I should be. I think don't throw it back or anything like that. You know, no, it's, just words. Or else you're getting you crossing into Lines, physical yeah. territory, and it'll be like. In the paper tomorrow, it's like man throws lit cigarette at woman's eye, and it's like you're the bad guy. The power of words. Mm. Yeah. Here we are using our mouths yeah. to form words and communicate with yeah. one another on this format, flapping our tongues and lips about, making noises. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, yeah. So, lady, come right. You are littering. Check yourself. Goodbye. <laughs> Euro. Yeah. Hey. I feel good about it. Yeah. Shall we call it, bro? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, let's outro this, uh, this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I believe we still have a, a powerful 14 subscribers. Am I right? Yes, we are. And the numbers look good on Black Panther. Mm. They're a lot better than the other episodes for some reason. Sure. Black Panther. Uh, over a hundred and I believe over 140 views. Really? Yes. Incredible, eh? Who yeah, would ever so, have it? I know. I mean, it's the first one that's gone over a hundred, so. Incredible. But I mean, sky's the limit. Let's mm. keep on keeping on. Um, and we're on a bunch of other um, uh, platforms as well, right? Not we are. The- we're on Stitcher. We're on uh, Pocket Cast, and mm-hmm. um, we're on Anchor. Okay. And iTunes. Am, and we're not on iTunes at the moment. Um, okay. Just apart from two episodes, but yeah, I'd like to get. I've already told a, a, a big fan of ours that I'm. I'm going to get the stuff on iTunes and. Nice. Nice. This there is no reason for us not to be on iTunes. Yeah, I mean, if there are if there are already two episodes on iTunes, yeah, then the following twelve or thirteen should also go on iTunes. Totally, and I think it Google be, Music would be a good one as well. Um, oh, we're on we're on Google Podcasts. Okay, nice, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so people can catch us there on the move if they want to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, type in tanned chance, as in tanned, as in been in the sun and gents as in gentlemen mm-hmm. mm. yeah which we now well, we try and live up to that monica yeah, yeah I, mean, I stood in the sun for about three minutes today it's winter that side yeah. so just got to get that but vitamin. some of this side so my tan's looking good so yeah. nice. i could yeah yeah represent representing but um yeah. nice chatting to you dane yeah dude it's yeah it was very enjoyable very enjoyable chat. It was. It took a lot out of it and uh, I feel good. I felt good going into it. I feel even better now. Mm. I hope the feeling's mutual. Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. It's definitely uplifting in a way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, on that note, shall we say cheers, my buddy? Yo, man. Um, take it easy out there, guys. Uh, if you see somebody littering or um, if you're not happy with what's going down, just, you know, use your words mm. and confront that person. I know, you know, conflict is what we're trying to avoid, but 
um, you'll feel better afterwards. Trust me. Yeah. Cool, man. Bye. Cheers. Bye.